Em, can you believe we are in our third season of Interview Boss? Not really. It's crazy. But that means there are over 90 episodes we've made. (gasps) Oh my God. Scrolling through all of our episode titles, you might miss an episode that actually is exactly what you're looking for. Yes, we get so many messages of people asking us to do an episode on something and we're like, we already have. So we've put together playlists to help you find the episodes that are best suited to you. If you're applying for jobs, we have episodes about resumes, cover letters and job ads. If you've been offered your dream job, we have episodes on resigning, exit interviews and how to impress at your new company. Yes, and we even have a playlist for if you have an interview like tomorrow and you need just our most recommended episodes, just the ones you really need between now and then. Exactly. It is all there for you. You can browse by category. Check out the playlist at www.interviewboss.com.au forward slash podcast. Well, until you've been offered the job, like you haven't got the job, you know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) Like, It's so hard. It's a good sign. It's absolutely a good sign. Getting to the next stage of anything is always a good sign. Hey everyone and welcome back to Interview Boss. My name's Emma and I'm a radio journalist who's teamed up with my sister to give you advice, inspiration and support when you're looking for a new job. Sarah is a HR and recruitment professional and together we're excited to give you guys all the tips, tricks and behind the scenes knowledge to help you in your career. Hey, Em, and welcome back, everyone. Em, who are we giving a big fat interview boss shoot your shot shout out to this week? This week it goes to Kevin. He says, hey, I just wanted to drop you guys a message and thank you so much for your help in landing me my new job. First of all, you landed that job. We didn't land it for you. Nonetheless, thank you so much. I've been with my current company 17 years and really had no idea where to start to move forward, but your podcast helped me so much and I don't think I'd have landed my new job without the advice. So thank you again. Keep the podcast going. You're both amazing and a green heart. I love this. I especially love the green heart because men and boys typically that message us hold off on the hearts. The girls are always like, (laughs) love you, kiss, kiss, you're the best, like be my bestie, let's have a drink. And the guys are like, thank you, thumbs up or something. Thanks, guys, cheers. Yeah, yeah, cheers, yeah. So, Kevin, thank you for your little green heart. We're sending 10 green hearts back to you. You're the best. Yes, and also, Kev commented on one of our reels that we just recently put up and I asked what was the most helpful episode and he said the interview preparation run was key for me, the why do you want to work for us, how to answer a behavioural question. It sounds like he listened to heaps of them and he also listened to the one to listen to this before your interview. So many people listened to that episode. It's so nice. And he said, honestly, for someone who worked for the same company 17 years and took a risk to change, your podcast made a huge difference. Oh, that is the best. 17 years. 17 years is such a long time. And I love that he listened to that hype up episode. I remember thinking when we did that, it was a wild idea, kind of funny, but I was like, just imagine, like it could be good. And then it's just, in my opinion, that's the best episode we've done. That's just, there's nothing out there like that. Yeah. It's still really hard to believe that like we sat there hyping up someone about to go in but I couldn't really picture them actually standing outside their interview, but I feel like I can now. So many people have been like, I was literally in the waiting room or in the car, had that in my ears. Okay, new challenge. 
take a video, please. Video, (laughs) video yourself listening to it. Like whether you're in the car, out the front, on the train, I want a video and tag us. No, I want a video. I want it like, I wanted the POV of us blaring through their car speakers, like as they're about to go in, (laughs) them sitting there, wiping the sweat off their brow. Like I want to see it. Tag us. Please show me you listening to the hype up. That would make me so happy. A video with your AirPods in as you're in the lobby. Like, look, guess what's in my ears? (laughs) That's a new challenge. And the best one will get something. (laughs) Yeah, we actually have some gift boxes laying around, so we can definitely sort that out. Yeah, that is the best. So if you want results like Kevin and you need a little bit of help to get there, check out Sarah's one-on-one coaching sessions. She's been smashing them out. You're averaging like one every day nearly. It's nuts. Yeah, I'm kind of running out of room to be honest, but there's still plenty of slots available. It's just a busy time of year. So check it out. Look at the availability in your time zone. And if there's none, send her a message. She'll do her best to be flexible, work something out. And of course, if you liked one of our episodes, used a tip we sent you or want to request an episode specifically on your situation, slide into our DMs and when we see it, we will do an episode on it. Yes. And I'm pretty sure that this suggestion came from a listener as well, actually. That's most of our episodes, honestly. It was already on our list, but it's one of those ones that we like bumped it to the top because we're like, oh, if people are asking for it, we better do it. This is what the people want. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about meet and greets. So what is it? What's it mean? Does it mean you've got the job? We're going to be answering all those hard hitting questions. I think it's really confusing for a lot of people because it's like, why are you bringing me in? When it's not official. Yeah, it's like a meet the team type thing. And if you're a manager meeting the team that you're going to manage, it makes a lot of sense. But a lot of times they can do this for when you're not a manager either. And you're just like meeting your colleagues. Your boss might be there, but maybe they're not. Your prospective colleagues. Yeah. And you're like, what? Like, are they going to ask me interview questions or is it a chat? What's going on? And people sometimes just have no idea how to prepare. And this is a little bit unlike a second interview where I was like, second interviews are the exact same. This one is actually a little bit different because you've got so many other people there. Excellent. So why do people have meet and greets? I like giving this background stuff because I think this is a part that I can add value on like, why would we do this? Why are you doing this to me? (laughs) Yeah. We're not doing this just to put you through pain. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe they are. I don't love this strategy. I wouldn't do it regularly or as a regular part of a business. A lot of like small startups, I feel, do this kind of a thing and they have like a six round interview thing and one of them is meeting everyone. They're not my favorite, but They do have a place and I might suggest one in a particular situation. So why would we do a meet and greet, Em? Take it away. To have the team be involved in the decision-making process, especially if they're going to be working closely with you, you know, it's important. To get the team on board so it just, you know, is a collaborative decision. Sometimes you might even be worried that the team isn't going to like the person you've picked. Like getting them involved in the process increases the chances that they will like the person because they've had a choice between two people or they met the person before they started or they just know what they're getting into because you can imagine if you're having a new colleague or a new boss start and you don't meet that person until their first day, it's a big unknown for the team and so it can help to kind of get them involved. And it can go horribly wrong. I've definitely experienced that. What do you mean? Well, they hire someone and I don't like them and it's terrible and it ruins your work life. Yeah, but at least if you knew that they were going to be terrible, you're like, oh, I can at least prepare. Yeah, it was a shock. 
I've been on the other side of this where I've been the team member meeting my new boss and they've brought them in for a meet and greet either informally after they had the job before they started or it was like an actual interview stage where we kind of asked questions and we knew this person was the wrong fit but at least we were prepared (laughs) and we were able to be like okay everyone brace yourselves it's their first day today. Another reason they might bring them in for a meet and greet is to understand the culture fit, get a vibe, you know, see how you slot in, see if your personality gels as well, because you do spend more time with your work colleagues than anybody else. So, And there might be someone in the team, you know, where they're like, there's one person who doesn't get along with many people or something, but they're really good at their job and they want to keep them happy. Maybe they're worried about, will you create a bond with that person. And if you do, that's like 10 gold stars. So there might be some red flags like that. You know, maybe they're hiring for a particular type of team and they want to make sure that you're going to gel with that. I think I've mentioned this before, but I once in an interview was told, hey, the team that like works really closely with us, they hug every morning when they come to work. No, that is so weird. And they all do tarot cards on a daily basis around the office. And okay. I like that. (laughs) Yeah, like totally lovely, honestly. Like nothing red flaggy at all. It was just like. They hug every morning. Wow. If you're not going to be okay with that. Which a lot of people wouldn't be. Then we're going to need to know because that's just how it is. (laughs) I have so many friends that are like no hugs, please, like stay away. Yeah, well, to be fair, I wasn't involved in the hugging, but they were just like. (laughs) I respectfully stood back. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not a hugger either, but. It was just like, oh, are you okay with that? Like that, you know, this is what the kind of team you're coming into. So imagine if they had some particular thing about the team, like maybe they all have a really strong sense of humor and there's a lot of joking and stuff and they want to make sure that you're going to be able to slot in and be lighthearted and have that side of you as well. In that case then, if you are coming in for a meet and greet and they're cracking jokes, like should you make some back? Absolutely. And you should laugh at their jokes too. Okay, great. (laughs) We used to tell people, because I worked for a company that had a really big sense of humor and the company didn't take itself too seriously as a whole, really. And particularly our team was like, it's how we got through chaotic times is making jokes and things. And we used to ask people in the interview, tell me a joke. (laughs) I like that. Yeah. And some people really struggled. We had a few people who like actually couldn't think of anything and they just were like, paralyzed to the point of just their mind was blank and they couldn't even think of a knock-knock joke. I feel so bad for them because it wouldn't be because they're not funny. It's because they're thrown. They prep for interview questions, not for freaking jokes. I know. To be fair, it was part of the company values. So if they read the values, they would have seen, oh, they might ask me a joke. We had one person who was reading through the values and their partner was like overhearing their prep or whatever and said, oh, if that's one of the values, you should prepare a joke. She's like, no, don't be ridiculous. They're not going to ask me to tell a joke. And then we we asked her the question. She's like, you're not going to believe this, but my partner said I should prepare a joke and I didn't listen. Oh my God. (laughs) But that was kind of a funny joke. So we counted that. (laughs) Great. So it's also more common to have a meet and greet in management type roles, because obviously it's important for you to know who you're potentially going to be managing or being managed by. So that's sort of the context on why these happen. Now, Does it mean you got the job? It could, but I love when people ask like, oh, is it good? Is it a good sign? Does it mean I got the job and blah, blah, blah? Well, until you've been offered the job, 
like you haven't got the job. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like it's so hard. It's a good sign. It's absolutely a good sign. Getting to the next stage of anything is always a good sign. But just don't try and read too much into planning ahead. Just take each step as it comes. There could be someone up against you. Imagine that. You drag the whole team in to meet two different people. That's a lot of people whose time you're wasting. One of them isn't going to get the job, right? But in a lot of cases, you are actually the last person and it's a bit of an informal step before the job offer comes. So kind of like a reference check, I guess. Sometimes you'd be up against someone, but typically it's something you do for just your top candidate. Now, they could ask you some questions, but it also could just be a chat and, hey, this is John and, hey, this is Sarah. And Yeah, what do you guys all do and what do we do? Stand around and let you have a bit of a chat, banter. Yeah, and how do you like your coffee and, I don't know, whatever, like, small talk, like, who's your favourite football team or something like that that you might be chatting about? Where did you grow up? Or It could be really informal or they could actually ask you interview questions and they might have given the team your resume as well for them to have some questions about your background. I've seen both happen. So I think you need to be prepared for both. Most likely it's probably somewhere in the middle. And they also could be buying some time if they're not really sure yet if you've got it or if they're held up by HR or something, but they want to not make you think that, you know, they've forgotten about you. Oh, come in for a meet and greet before we can tell you we've got the job. Yes, Emma, you just nailed it. It's like if there's some kind of hold up and you absolutely want to offer the person the job, but like you can't for whatever reason because like you can't get their offer approved or you're still waiting on something or whatever, sometimes I add another step just to keep them (laughs) involved. Keep them happy. (laughs) Yeah, and just like so that it's not like a whole week since you last heard from us. We're like, oh, well, you know, while we're waiting for X, Y, Z or while we're getting in touch with your references, let's just bring you in to meet the team. And yeah, so it could be buying some time. That doesn't mean it's a bad thing buying some time, but they may not have planned to do this step is all I'm saying. They could have thrown it in there to be like, how do we keep this person engaged? Because our CEO has gone away and he's the only one that can approve an offer, for example. I've literally done that before. So to sum it up, It's definitely a good sign being asked for a meet and greet. Doesn't always mean you've got the job. Don't jump the gun. If you're going to get offered the job, they'll tell you in due time, but overall a good sign. So what to do if you find out you have been asked for a meet and greet? Firstly, find out as much as you can about the session. Are you up against anyone else still who will be there? Is it an interview or a chat? And by finding out this, do you mean literally asking all of those questions? Yes. (laughs) Yes. So many people are like, oh, they didn't say. Okay, you officially have my permission to ask, literally ask, email, phone call. Hey, I just wanted a bit more information about this meet and greet. Is it like a formal interview? Should I prepare some answers? Who am I actually meeting? Actually ask. You absolutely have permission to ask. I mean, they're not going to have a bad reaction to you asking about an interview stage. Worst that can happen is they don't answer you and you still have the same amount of information you previously did. So go for it. Find out. Ask them what the vibe is. Hey, Job Hunters. Big news. Our all new course, Interview Academy, is live and ready to transform your interview game. It's all the strategies from Sarah's one-on-one coaching, but without the limited time slots. Yep. It takes you step by step by step through crafting your career story, coming up with your awesome best bits and all the practice you need. And guess what? 
It's at a special launch price, never to be seen again. Get more information at interviewboss.com.au forward slash interview dash academy. It's linked in the show notes below. Now, prep a tell me about yourself that's a bit more informal. Now, you're not selling yourself here. It's just more explaining some of your background. So I might do a little example because this is good. Obviously, when you're doing your tell me about yourself to the manager, it is telling them about yourself, but we're selling ourselves. So it might be like, my name's Emma. I'm a radio journalist with three years experience in commercial radio. Ever since being in this industry, my passion has only exacerbated. I also <laughs> freelance write. <laughs> exacerbated is a terrible word, but anyway, yes, we get the vibe. <laughs> my passion's only been strengthened. I'm also a freelance writer on the side. I'm a media professional, blah, blah, blah. We get it. And we all remember your Tell Me About Yourself from a little while ago, one of our past episodes. So, yes, there's that version. If I'm just getting introduced to Bob from accounts, he doesn't need the pizzazz. He just needs the more boring version. Not boring, just less salesy, you know. Like, I'm Emma, I'm from Young. I moved to Wollongong a few years ago, finished my journalism degree. I really like XYZ. You might tell a little bit more personal about you. I have a cat named Vivian who I'm in love with. You know, you might throw something in there like that that's a little bit more informal. They still want to hear about, oh, I last used to work for XYZ or I used to work in the promotions team and now I've moved over into this role. I mostly do the afternoon news sessions. I don't know, something like that. That's just a little bit more conversational, I think. Now, if you walk in and it turns out to be like super formal vibes, then like use your regular one. So you're going to have to like think on your feet if you haven't found out the vibes ahead of time. But I think you want a casual one prepared. Yeah. So like Sarah said, prep something to share about your personal life. You could say, you know, I love going to the beach or I live by the beach or I live with my two roommates. I live with my partner. We have a cat. I don't know. I play Oztag on the weekends. For that whole like, tell us about you outside of work, just prepare something. A lot of people are like, oh, I don't do anything outside of work. I just don't, I don't have hobbies. Well, that's okay, but you're going to have to share something. So like come up with it. Again, it could be like, I live with my partner. I live with housemates where you grew up. It could be a sport you like to watch, your favorite team, just something. You need to share some personal stuff, I would say, in this kind of a session normally. Now, this is an opportunity for you to ask lots of questions. Take the pressure off you. You're going around to each person, ask them something. Oh, what's a typical day for you look like? That'll kill five minutes next person and how about you what how do you spend your time just flip it and make them talk the whole time (laughs) it's true it's actually one of the other points that I have coming up absolutely all your research about the company about them if I knew who was in there I'd be stalking all of their LinkedIn profiles every single one of them I'd be looking at them and that means they can look at your LinkedIn profile as well. Dan, how was Columbia back in 2016? <laughs> that pina colada looked great. <laughs> I found your Facebook. Your mum said you had a great time. <laughs> yeah. How's little Livy doing? She, she's growing up now. Or like that woman on TikTok who finds people's birthdays. Yeah. Oh, my God, imagine if you came in and were like, happy birthday for last week. <laughs> oh, my God. No, have you seen on TikTok? There's a guy on TikTok who is a geolocator and people send him in photos. Have you seen? Yes. From their childhood, for anyone that hasn't seen, people send in this guy photos from like their childhood. It's like them and their mum and there's a mountain behind them and they're like, hey, I was adopted. This is the only photo I have with my mum. Where is it? And he finds it. 
and the globe zooms out and it shows you the latitude <laughs> and longitude and then and then he matches up the picture with the real monument. It's just we'll have to find out what his username is. This is such a sidetrack, but it's it's such niche content. I know. Yeah, go and watch it. I love the strange corners of the internet. It's just so great. Or like how they bring up a picture of like grass and based on the shadows and the type of grass, they're able to work out that it's somewhere in, in sub-Saharan Africa. Really? And you're like what? <laughs> I've never known their tactics, how they do it, but oh, I don't want to know. I appreciate it, but that's all I need to do. Yeah. Anyway, so we're not going to stalk the potential co-workers' old childhood photos and find the location. No, but we can look at them on LinkedIn. Yes, that's acceptable. And think of something to say as small talk. This helps for the awkward or shy people, you know. I don't know. Do you have a very far commute? Do you live nearby? This is something that I heard through Matthew Hussey, if anyone follows him, if you know, you know, he talked about having charisma and how a lot of people think that that's just something that you're naturally born with, but he is like, nah, this is something that you manufacture. He was going on a radio show and being interviewed. He's like a dating coach is what he's most known for. He was going on a radio show and he, as he got in, they said something and it went back and forth and he ended up saying, oh, actually speaking of that, I was on this plane and he told this really interesting story that had the whole studio in laughing and they were just loving this story. And it sounded like he just off the cuff was like, oh, speaking of that, what happened earlier? But he prepared that story. He thought about it on the plane. He wrote it down. He thought, how do I say this in the funniest way possible? And found a way to make that story fit into the conversation at the beginning. Now, you don't have to be that creative, but I have used this before, I guarantee when I was interviewing for that company that I mentioned earlier that had the sense of humor, I kind of could tell that from the outside. And when I was walking in, I was still living in Canberra at the time, but I wanted to move to Sydney. And I felt like probably they would say something about, oh, you're moving to Sydney, something like that. And I thought I can make a joke about that. And I was like, I'm going to say, oh, I was actually thinking of commuting for anyone that doesn't know. It's three hours. You wouldn't commute. And they did on the way in and they said, oh, are you moving to Sydney? And I was like, no, I was thinking about commuting. And then I deadpanned it and then laughed. And they laughed and it got off to such a good start, but that wasn't off the cuff. I planned that joke. So this is your sign to think about something to say a small talk. Like, oh, it was great weather the other day. I actually went down to the beach and, you know, it was so nice to have summer coming close again. Just think about something from the past couple of weeks. This makes me wonder, there's a guy at work who is like this and I'm like, is he onto this? Like, I am pretty good at small talk. I think, but there are times when there's no more things to say. And I sometimes am just like, hmm, and like, I sort of leave <laughs> awkwardly and mm. walk away. But this guy could keep going for hours. He just always has something to say to the point that I'm like, are you just doing it? Because you feel like you have to keep talking to me. Like you can stop. It's all good. And I'm like, hmm, does he practice? Is he not naturally chatty? Use this in your life. When I'm like really on top of this, I like to always have my go-to thing that I say, how's life going at the moment, Sarah? Or what's new for you? Oh yeah, blah, blah, blah. Oh yeah, I saw a really good play the other day. Oh yeah, so glad the weather's getting warmer. Like, I don't know, they range from good to bad, but do this in your life. I need to do that more because my answer's just always, oh, I don't know, same old, or I can't think. <laughs> yeah, but at the moment you could be like, oh, I just moved house, we're really getting settled. Like that could be your new thing for a little while and then you move on to something else. So great. Remember you jokes, be a little nerd and plan things ahead if you like. Pay attention to everyone. Make sure that even if you didn't specifically get into a deep convo with someone or you didn't get super introduced, 
if there's like people in the room, make an effort to be like, and what do you do? Or hi, or you don't want to feel like you've only spoken to the people that directly spoke to you or. Or like the most senior people. You don't want to seem like you're sucking up to the people in the room who are the important ones or that can come across and give people the wrong vibe. So make sure you include everyone. And use their names. This is so hard for me. I forget names. Write it down. When they say them, it's like I don't hear them because I'm too worried about replying, yeah, oh, nice to meet you. My name's Emma that I totally forgot what their name was. Here's what I would do if I was you in person. If you're online, it was a Zoom meeting. Their names are on the thing, which I always forget. But if you were in person, pick like one person whose name you can remember and use their name. Apparently you're supposed to say their name back to them. Like, oh, Charlie. Oh, I mean, I'll tell everyone on this podcast if I find a hack that works. So far, nothing works. But I think if you can pick one person or maybe two to be like their name was really memorable for some reason, or you can link it to someone you know, use their name and it'll sound like you remembered everyone's even though you didn't. And if they leave you to run the meeting, God, I hope no one does this. This feels scary. Get everyone to introduce themselves. Give us an example of how you'd say this. Well, let's say, and again, this would be more like if you were the manager potentially and your boss stepped out and was like, here, I'm going to leave you to meet the team. You'd be like, oh, well, thanks so much for joining me, guys. It's lovely to meet you all. I'd love to tell you a little bit about me and then maybe you can introduce yourself to me and you can share your thing first and be like, Emma, so-and-so mentioned that you're in charge of so-and-so. Can you let me know a little bit about you and then get them to go around the room and introduce themselves? I just think if they leave you in charge, you might panic. (laughs) This is a really good go-to because you said, as you said earlier, a couple of minutes on you, a couple of minutes on the next person is a good way to kill some time. (laughs) Yeah. And try and remember things about them that they say because if you do get the job and then you're sitting next to Jeanette and she's showing you some things, oh, and, you know, how about the kids? Or how did that play end up being? Or, you know, you were working on that huge project last time I spoke to you. Is that all done now? Or just any little thing people love when they remember stuff. In fact, I think I've realized my favorite thing about people, whenever I speak really highly of someone and then I'm like, say, telling another person why I like them, like I'm like, oh, they're just the best, like so attentive, like remembers things you say and asks about them next time. That's always sticks out to me as like gold standard of a person. Is that because we struggle with that? And maybe we think, wow, they must really care if they remember. (laughs) Yeah, probably. But that's always my like, I'm so touched and heartwarmed when people do that. Well, there you go. What a chatty episode for a chatty interview. They're not that intimidating. You're going to kill it. And it's a good sign. And potentially you might have an offer coming your way after this meet and greet. Go get them. Don't overthink it. Thanks so much for listening to Interview Boss. If you like hearing the sound of our voices, hit that follow button in Apple or Spotify, or better yet, tell someone else about the show. That's how we can hit the charts so we can help even more people. For more advice, inspiration and a supportive community, check us out on Instagram at interviewboss. We've been your job search besties and helped you in some way. There's a cool way you can support the show. Shout us a virtual coffee. We get a huge kick out of reading all of your success stories. Head to buymeacoffee.com forward slash interview boss and shout us a cuppa. If you keep us caffeinated, we can keep the content coming.